Never mind. Can't even think about it. Here's Can't something you can really say about it. it. It was written and directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who also wrote and directed a movie in 1995 called Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! Um, and looking through, looking through Anderson's IMDb, he is exclusively video game guy. Every studio that they want to make a video game movie, they, they call that guy. They call they call him because he did Mortal Kombat, he did Resident Evil, and he did something else. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Let me let me let me pull this up. Um. Uh, Monster Hunter. Twenty twenty. He he did he did a movie I called Monster Hunter, game. which is a video game called Monster Hunter. Uh, Big ass swords. He did all the Resident Evils. Uh, uh, he, did, he did a Three Musketeers movie. Uh, Death Race. I don't know if that was a video game. I think that was a remake of an older movie. Oh, DOA, Dead or Alive. That was one that I was I when you and I were speaking about the concept of this uh, the other day. I was like, no, I'm not sure he'd even know what the fuck that was. Do you remember that game? I've never played it, but I've heard of it. It's a fighting game with very, very voluptuous women. Yeah, it's hot women fighting. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's all about the jiggle physics. He didn't direct that. He produced it, though. Uh, He he directed Event Horizon, which is not a... I think it's a Michael Crichton movie. Michael Crichton book. Um, But then, yeah, Resident Evil... Oh, he directed Alien vs. Predator... Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go around telling people that if I were him. Yeah. Okay. But Monster Hunter was the last video. So he's done three. He, he's directed three video game franchises, and he's produced at least four because he uh, he also had he also had that DOA one. Um. So he's what else has he written? I'm looking through what he's written now. A bunch of all the death races, whatever the hell that is. Yeah. Okay. So he's video game guy in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. If you have a video game, we got to give it to this guy. Mortal Kombat, 1995. Okay. Now, lots to say about this movie. Um, we'll save the the ending of it because that's, that's crazy. But um, first of all, another movie with a lot of talent in it that didn't turn around and end on it. Really, there's mm. one guy who turned around and... Um, and ended up being something. Uh, the guy who played Shao Kahn. Do you know who I'm talking about? Sh- Shao Kahn. Yeah, not Sh- wait, who am I thinking about? Hold on, Shang Tsung. Shang. Well, hold on, wait. Let me let me get the actor's name up here. Yeah, Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa. Uh, yes, yes, that guy has turned around, and uh, I saw him first in like Man in the High Castle, um, and I, I was like, I know that guy from somewhere, but. Um, I mean, he's been in a lot of things, a lot of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Man in the High Castle. Yes, yes. TV series. So, uh, you saw that, but I mean, yeah. that's way later. That's way later. Yeah, that was sorry. That was the first thing I saw with him after Mortal Kombat. Yeah, where I was like, I know that guy from somewhere. He's got quite a. Re- I'm looking at his IMDb. He's got quite a he's- resume. Uh, he's done a lot of. So from I guess from the Mortal Kombat movie. 
he started doing the voice in every subsequent Mortal Kombat game. Mm-hmm. And then he started doing a bunch of other video games. Yeah, even so the he's latest a, one. He's a voice actor guy. He's done a lot of voice acting um, in every Mortal Kombat game. Um, he was in he was in the Tekken movie. They made a movie of You Tekken. didn't know about the Tekken I movie? I didn't know about Tekken. This will go... Well, we need to have a separate one because we haven't even touched on Dragon Ball Z today, my man. Well, that's not a... But that wasn't a video game into a movie. That's right. That's right. That was That'll, that was that anime thing you were talking right, about. Of, right, right. You're right. Uh, but Tekken was a video game. Tekken was a video game. Another fighting game. It was just a knockoff of Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat being the... Def- well, actually, maybe Street Fighter. Which, which one is more definitive of the fighting genre street fighter or mortal kombat that's a tough one i would say mortal kombat just because you well no i was gonna say like you have things like get over here and and all of that like cultural stuff but then you have hadouken and all that stuff from street fighter chun Chun Li is a very famous character street fighter had a movie as well street fighter had a movie as well jean-claude van damme van damme Bigger star than anybody in Mortal Kombat, except for uh, except for Lam- Christopher Lambert. That oh, that's who played Raiden. Oh my God, that's right, yeah. fucking Highlander. Yeah, Christopher Lambert or Lambert, if you're supposed to say it French, I don't know. Not here, not in America. Yeah, I call him Christopher Lambert, um, and that's how I'm gonna call him. Yeah, but he was he was the big star there too. Um, now, okay. Sorry, there was something I wanted to. There was something I wanted to say about the movie we were talking about before, but it just slipped out of my mind. Sorry, God damn it. We can cut this out, please. That's all right. Yeah, I mean, I'll be cutting stuff out again. This is going to end up being like three episodes, probably, maybe, oh, yeah, maybe even more. But um, oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, that was the guy that like went on from the original Mortal Kombat to like go on to great success. Uh, there's another dude whose name I can't... Shang Tsung, Carrie Tagawa. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's okay, who yeah. I was talking about before. Carrie Tagawa, he went on and like his career bloomed out from there. Uh, talking about the new Mortal Kombat movie for a second, mm-hmm. it was just a bunch of nobodies except for one Japanese actor who plays uh, Sub-Zero. Not Sub-Zero, Scorpion, sorry. I think both of those guys were... Uh, I mean, pretty well known. Who's it, the guy who plays Sub Zero? I don't remember. The guy who plays Sub Zero. I looked at his IMDb. He does some other stuff. We'll get to that. We'll get to that in a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying, like, I, I found that parallel in- interesting after thinking about these movies for this. Yeah. Because there's like one standout that really, well, stands out, but it's not necessarily the main character. Right. Um, we were talking about how. In the original one, there was not really any star power except for Christopher Lambert. Yeah, and then somebody who would go on to become a star in uh, Kari... Kari Takawa. Kari Takawa. Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa. My apologies. Yeah, it's a long name. Clarence's apologies. We're going to say, yeah, we're going to say Tagawa. Or or Sang Sung. But, so, I... Well, I'll get to right into it and say I adore Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I love Even it. that ending sequence. That we mean the very, very ending? Yes. With everything That's very that's bad. It's very bad. <laughs> you mean the very, very end. Yes. Where they're like in the hellscape sort of thing? 
No, or, that's not the very end. Or am I thinking about Annihilation right now? I don't know. I don't. Might be, I don't. I've seen Annihilation once, and I don't remember it at all. Okay, all right. Well, you adore this movie. This is your nostalgia. Uh, yes, and and again, I deserve this nostalgia because I saw it when I was six. Don't give me shit about <laughs> hashtag. Don't nostalgia shame me. I'm nostalgia shaming you. All right, this is let's get trashed in the nostalgia shame corner. Okay. <laughs> We're we are in an octagonal room, lots of corners. Yeah, I've got so many corners. Well, I Resident Eviled my house, so <laughs> I created a lot more corners. Again, my landlord's gonna be pissed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, so I <laughs> I I adore the original Mortal Kombat. So, what is one of your favorite standout things about this movie that you just? That, that you glob on to. Johnny Cage. So my my favorite character in any of these movies is the funny character. And Johnny Cage is so funny. And it's it's very earned. I, I it's I you hear me complain a lot about the awful unfunny, like sassy quips of Marvel characters. Right. I trash that constantly. Um, there's something so like fake and unearned about whenever somebody's funny in a Marvel movie because it's always some sort of just cheap. Well, that didn't go the way I expected. Like it, it's, <laughs> it's always such a terrible sitcom line in these <laughs> poorly written movies. Um, Mortal Kombat is also a bad movie. But Johnny and Johnny Cage is like that same kind of funny in it, but it feels more. It feels more earned. It makes more sense. He is like an actor. He's a um. What's it called? You know, yeah, he he's an actor. He's supposed to be like a personality guy. He's yeah, exactly. Thank you. He's supposed to be a charismatic personality guy, because um, he's a Hollywood actor. He's insecure. The reason he's in this thing at all, he's insecure about how much he can fight. Yeah, because everybody's calling him a has been. They they're calling him a Steven Seagal or they're calling him a John Claude Van Damme. You know, he's a guy that maybe could actually fight, and then uh, but now he's just a movie guy doing fake fights and it sucks. His that's how he gets tricked. So everybody our our, our three heroes, they all get lured onto this boat in order to be part of this um, ter- a tournament. Our first hero, Liu Kang, gets lured. His brother gets murdered by Shang Tsung, the, the main bad guy. Murders his brother. He has a dream of it. He goes back to his temple village where he's from in China, in Indonesia, wherever he's from. And he, he knows about the tournament. He's, he's the only guy that's like, he's not a fish out of water. He knows what's going on. So he's like, fine, I am going to fight. Uh, so that's number one. But he wouldn't have done that if his brother hadn't gotten murdered. He was gonna just like not care. Yeah. Uh, so that's how Shang Tsung gets Luke Hang to show up. The next way he he impersonates, uh, he impersonates John K Johnny Cage's old martial arts master. He shows up on the movie set, talks to him. He's like, "Hey, man, you know you're still a great fighter. You want to prove it? There's a tournament." I think you should go. And he's like, you know what, Master Boyd? You're right. 
I am going to go to that tournament. Thanks for telling me about I it, man. Good. I'm I gonna, am good. I am he's good. Like, he's, like, he's like, if you win this tournament, nobody will be able to say anything about you. Uh, you're, you'll be undeniably you'll be undeniably great, and all the Hollywood critics can can go fuck themselves. He's like, all right, thanks for telling me, Master Boyd. I'm going to get on that boat, and it, it, it the boat leaves eight a the boat leaves Hong Kong Harbor. The boat's leaving Pier Eight, Hong Kong, tomorrow morning at nine a.m. He's like, okay, I'll be there. He's in fucking. It's he's in L.A. film. He's on a movie set. <laughs> he's in L.A. It's four in the afternoon. He's like, yeah, I'll be at I'll be at Pier Eight in Hong Kong in seven hours. Concord Supersonic That's, Jets. <laughs> not only is that not possible, there's way more than eight. You know, Pier Eight. Hong Kong is an enormous city. It's not a gas station where you're like, hey, just twenty yeah, on Pier Eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me just get let me just get twenty on eight. <laughs> Imagine somehow if you could even somehow get to Hong Kong, you know, he would be like, the boat leaves tomorrow. Drop me off at the piers. I'll just jump out here. <laughs> well, yeah, the boat leaves tomorrow. He's like, you know, dude, I got to call. I have an assistant that buys flights. There's not going to be a lot of flights available for tomorrow. It's going to be way expensive, too, even if I do get one. Can I hold it till like, and f- 8 a.m. the next day? And for, from El- Look, I don't know if you know this, but Southern California to Asia, that first class sells out pretty quick, okay? There's a lot of Chinese businessmen with lots of money traveling back and forth between these two major centers of commerce. That's a hell of a weekend, brother. I can't be sitting in coach. I gotta. I probably can't get to till, till, till Thursday. Like, there's... <laughs> There's, it's just so. I had to buy a vacation package just to get over here. What am I gonna do with this timeshare? Yeah, so it's it, it's a very prim. You know, that's a, one of those things that they could have just. If he'd been like, be there in ten days, that would have made so much more sense. But he's like, it leaves, it leaves another country tomorrow morning. I'm telling you, this dialogue had to clear people. You know, just like yeah. in any of these other ones. Like, well, Paul W. S. Anderson wrote this. And yeah, he wrote directed it. I don't know how he got such like leeway to just be the dude. This is only his second or third feature film. He he maybe did one feature before Mortal Kombat. Um, so it's his second, and and that wasn't like some huge hit. It wasn't like he did Reservoir Dogs, and now he's Quentin Tarantino. Now, yeah, yeah, and now now number two is Pulp Fiction. We're giving you complete creative control because the first one was so great. The first one was LCID. It was like some low El budget. Cid. Yeah, El Cid. Wait, was, wait, wait. That's fucking crazy. Really? Yeah, that was his first feature. I watched that movie in Spanish class when I was uh, in like middle school. I really? had no idea that was him. Yeah, was it good? It was It was actually a pretty good movie. All right. It wasn't like something that would be on everybody's radar, though. You know what I mean? That's a very, very popular Spanish language book. Um, and I think it's that movie is based on the the book from Spain. From okay. you know uh, a few hundred years ago, a while back, I don't know. Interesting. So but he's an adaptation motherfucker. This yeah, dude, this dude adapts shit. He's the adapter. Whether it's video games or El Cid or yeah. uh, what was the other one? You said he did a few he, other things he did, too he that did were adaptation. Dead Alive. He did Death Race. Death Race, another remake of a previous movie. Was that was there an old movie called there Death Race? An old movie. I think it starred Charles Bronson. I'm not sure. Let me double no, check. No, that's that's. No, Charles Bronson is uh, uh, not Death. It's God damn it! Why can't I think of those movies? I know the ones you're talking about that yeah, I'm getting the confused Bronson with. Movie. The Bronson movies are Death Wish. 
That's it. Yeah, Death Wish was Bronson, not Death Race. Death Race. Let me see. The most exciting part of any podcast, people looking things up. Yeah. While you're looking that up, uh, because so, Death Race was uh, the the British guy, the, the transporter guy, whoever that is, British guy with bold. Jason Statham. Yeah, Statham. Anyway. Death Race 2000, as it's called now. That was from 1975. Okay. And so then the rest of these Are movies... Are you sure you're that, not thinking of Cannonball Run? I... <laughs> well, you know what? Now that I think about it, I did just type the word Cannonball in place of the word death. What an idiot I am. I'm reading at a sixth grade level now. <laughs> you guys have to go to the other episodes yeah, of this podcast you'll have to, to see You'll that. have to go back to part one of our video game symposium to get the, that reference. The symposium. We're, folks, we're doing a symposium, all right? <laughs> Everybody just calm down. Take a seat. Just calm yourself down, all right? Maybe grab a snack. We're doing a symposium here. We're chill. We're in the symposium, all right? Uh, Not some symposers. <laughs> that's how That's how we get our third hero, heroine, Sonya Blade on the boat. And Jax. Uh, not in Jax. They leave Jax behind. Because he's black. There's only room. There's only room for one black dude on this in this movie. And you think they know how to fit more niggas on a boat? <laughs> it's not the Amistad. It's <laughs> it's, it's, it's a dragon. It's a dragon boat that takes you to another realm. It's not a. It, <laughs> they have a separate but equal boat, but it's a gecko instead of a dragon. That's you know what? Because not for nothing, people in Asia. China specifically are pretty racist. They're not. They're I've not thrilled. Heard that they're not thrilled with black people. Uh, so that would be funny if they put a. That wouldn't be funny. It would be wrong if they had a second Mortal Kombat boat for black fighters. <laughs> it's the separate but equal. <laughs> that would be that would be wrong. It wouldn't be funny. You know what? It would be three fifths the size of the regular boat. All right, Clarence. That's junk. All right. No, it's not junk. That's junk. That's a good. We're not gonna. I can. I can have that. I can true. have that one. You're like I can't. I'm not. I can't silence your black voice. So I'm not gonna tell you not to say that. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> this look. Let everybody knows. Let's get trash is not about silencing black yeah, voices. Yeah. No. No. Hashtag all voices matter. Don't say that. That's not true. That's. Uh, that's not, not this That's one. not true. That's not true. <laughs> this way don't matter. I can't. Don't do that. Don't, now I have to silence you. Now, now you're being silenced. Okay, all Don't right. Don't do all that right. voice. Here, let's get back on track here. They get onto the boat. So they go to a new dimension. They get Sonya Blade on the boat by uh, Kano, all right? Kano, Shang Tsung just hired. Oh, oh, we didn't even get to the point. Master Boyd, who told uh, Johnny, Johnny Cage. Johnny, Johnny Cage, pardon me. Told Johnny Cage to go to Hong Kong for this fight is not actually Master Boyd. Shang Tsung is, is a shapeshifter. He can just do that. Um, apparently pretty baller oh no I just oh ladies and gentlemen this is the let's get trashed revelation corner you're watching live on the air as Nick as your host Nikki T has a revelation about a movie he's loved his entire life Nikki T is a trash nickname by I, know, the way. I know but um, I'm trying to use my real name less gotcha understood just because uh, one of my sixth grade students found my like YouTube channel me playing drums and then I was like, oh, shit, they might find this podcast. Oh, no. And I don't need my sixth graders seeing this podcast. Yeah, no. 
They just better not type in Alistair McGillicuddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're watching your host, Alistair McGillicuddy, <laughs> have a revelation in real time. Shang Tsung's power in Mortal Kombat is what? Is it illusion? It's I steal your soul. Oh, 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 no. That's such a deep implication because that means that... The reason he can impersonate Boyd is because he must have killed him and stole his soul on that, on the way to find Johnny Cage. You see, that makes that's so great because... I never realized that until this moment. You all witnessed it. I pointed at the camera, if you're listening, to our audio listeners. But now he's pointing at you. He's pointing at the microphone, and he won't stop for some reason. Uh, that's actually a plot point of some kind in uh, in this in God of War Ragnarok. I won't spoil anything there, but I don't have PlayStation. Do whatever you want. Oh no, no, no! I don't want to spoil it for these guys. Oh, that's right. There's a fan. There's an audience. We're going into Christmas. Somebody's about to get that game. Somebody's about to get God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Don't go too. Don't digress too far. But what's up? Yeah. Well, basically, yeah. Just a very powerful character. Same kind of deal. Yeah. I didn't realize, so the, the the one guy that Johnny Cage trusts is his old master. That's who convinces him to go to this fight. That dude is dead because Shang Tsung can only impersonate him. He's not a fucking mimic. He can only impersonate him because he killed him and stole his soul. I didn't know that, I didn't know that until right this second. Um, and then Sonya Blade. That makes this a better movie. It does. It's great. Sonya Blade is... Um, She's a military operative. She's some sort of SEAL special forces. Like special something. Yeah, yeah she's a special forces. Her and Jax. Her and her boy Jax. Not her boy Jax. Arms and dangerous. Her, yes. her and her, her and her, her and her friend Jax. But her partner was right. killed off, you know, previously by drug lord and uh, you know, gang gang lord Kano. Yeah, yeah, like so, made man Kano. Yeah, so. Shang Tsung hires Kano to lure Sonya onto the boat. So Sonya just sneaks onto the boat and uh, uh, chasing after Kano. And that's and then once they're all on the boat, that's how they get they get transported to this next thing. The other guy, the so Jax stays behind on the harbor. He's providing backup. So he's like, I'll cover you while she runs onto the boat. And then we never see him until the second movie. Um which Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which I don't remember at all. The black dude we do get to see in the movie is um, his name is Tate. I honestly do not remember. So he's he's another fighter, and him and Johnny Cage become friends because they're like the two they're the only two guys that are normal. In in a sense that they're like. Regular ass people. Yeah. Without- Luke, Luke Kang is like a. He's a kung fu. Chinese guy from like a village and he knows about magic and he's like whatever he's still pretty funny but he's like he's in it Sonya Blade is a uptight military chick on a mission she's just not chill no. um, so Johnny and uh, Luke Nate Nate yeah Johnny and Nate are the two guys they become friends and we get just a little bit of Nate at the beginning he says some encouraging words to Johnny Cage being like, man, I, I've seen you, I've seen your movies. You can't fake fighting the way you fight. I know you're the real ass dude, um, which is very nice. Anyway, we don't see him again until he dies. He's he's our sacrificial lamb. Nate has to Nate has to die. Typical. 
because we can't kill any of our three main characters, but we have to kill a character that we have some sort of rapport with yeah, in something. order to establish how bad Goro is. Goro's the four-armed monster. Oh, I know Goro. Yeah. So Goro has to kill Nate. He kills a bunch of people, but he kills... He, he wins like 20 fights in a row, and he's just plowing through you know red shirts on the uh on the Star Trek Enterprise. There you go. Uh he's just killing he's just killing background characters. Nate is the first character with a line of dialogue that Goro kills and he's on he's one of the good guys. Brings it all so on. So we got to kill him and then it's like now it's it's heavy and how do we how do we kill this guy? So that's why the great Johnny Cage who's funny the whole movie, he's like, he steps up and he's going to fight. He's like, I'm going to fight Goro. He makes a deal behind Raiden's back with Shang Tsung. He's like, let me let me fight him. Uh, and Raiden's like, no, I don't agree to this. And he's like, it's not up to you. The deal's already been made. And he's like, it's my tournament. It's, it's, it's human tournament. We have to fight. And then he does an awesome fight and he fucking kills Goro. It rules. It's such a, it's such a, awesome fight he immediately goes into a split and punches him in the balls oh i remember that so goro's punched over and then he runs away he runs away to the cliff to the edge of a cliff uh he runs through a cave and now he's at the edge of a sheer cliff straight drop down straight drop can't even see the bottom because it's all foggy and li there's lightning down below they're on top of lightning storms damn they get into the fight so Goro, once he recovered from his ball pain, probably has four. <laughs> he might have four. He's got four arms. Double the pain. Uh, he he follows him up there. They get into a fight on the edge of the mountain, and wouldn't you know it, Johnny Cage wins and and kicks him off. He has the great. He's holding on by one finger. Johnny Cage goes, this is the part where you fall down. And, is, and he... <laughs> which, that which, which is one of his movie quotes. Which is also maybe one of his video game quotes. That Actually, I wanted to ask, did you play a lot of Mortal Kombat growing up? No. Never? No. no. So your introduction and most of your experience has been... I was movie first. Movie. Movie first, Mortal, uh, video game way later. This was one of those cousin games. Like, my cousin had uh -huh. uh, a Sega Genesis or an N64... Or whatever it was, not N six four, a Nintendo or Super Nintendo, mm -hmm. uh, and this was one of those. Like we would all sit in a room on Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and just on a shitty little CRT TV, just play through this stuff. Yeah. So that was always my introduction. I'm I never got the story stuff. Yeah, I never knew much of the story. Again, there's not there's not much story to be had. Again, Mortal Kombat is an arcade game. That they eventually put on consoles. And then had to build around. Yeah. And create. And it's just an arcade fighting game. And they just give you some text background. There's no progression. There's no... no it's just a... You have to win this tournament. Um, I don't even know if the whole uh, concept of humans versus, like, outworlders. The Earth Realm. Outworld. Earthworm. Earth, Earthworm. Realm. Earthworm. Earthworm Jim is another. This is Earthrealm Corner over here. Earthrealm versus Outworld. I don't know if that even played into anything until the movie came out. I think it was just you fight every character, and then once you beat every character, you win. And the last one is Shang Tsung um, on the arcade. But And they just made had some text background. Every 10 years, there's a tournament, whatever. But the movie, again, it's a blank slate. 
the video game's a blank slate, and the movie gets you the ability to uh, write what you want. And I think Anderson did a great job with it. And that's probably that probably factors in because, like you were talking about with Resident Evil, yeah. He, sorry, you were talking about with Resident Evil how he, you know, deviated so far away from this. Um, it was. I'm not sure if this is anything there, but on his previous experience, like with things like Mortal Kombat, he was given the wheels and said, it's possible he was given the wheels and said, hey, you know, make this work. Build yeah. a script around this. Build a story around this, a narrative. Right. Well, you get to create a story. Again, it's the on the blank slate, you get to create the story. I like Resident Evil had a story. And you could have just gone with that, and he and he didn't was well, the problem. I, that's what I think it was. Yeah. Unchecked power, like like you were saying. Well, I like your. He's more successful. This movie was pretty successful, I think. Certainly enough to get him that Resident Evil franchise in in two thousand two. Death Death Race was two thousand, wasn't it? Death Race two thousand was in nineteen seventy five, and then there was another one that came out in the mid two thousands. Okay, and then there, they so, just went from because Resident Evil was two thousand two. So whatever he had between then was was. Uh, he was successful enough to get the keys to the Resident Evil franchise. <clears throat> um, nevertheless, I really... I love this movie. I love Johnny Cage. He fights my favorite Mortal Kombat character, which is Scorpion. You're a Scorpion guy. I am. I love Scorpion. Um, he fights and beats Scorpion, who's I my liked, favorite. I like the robots, even though they were shit. What robots? Cyrax and um, I forget the other ones. Now. See, I don't know enough about the video game to even know who those characters are. I'm not sure that they ever showed up in the live action adaptations. Right. Um, they they didn't show up in the movie. I don't know about the latest one. I know there was this series that was on the internet that mm -hmm. they showed up in, and yeah. it was really, really fucking cool how they invest, like integrated them. Uh -huh. But that doesn't count for the purposes of this conversation. Right. Yeah, there's been a bunch of Mortal Kombat stuff over the years. There's another TV show. There's like a short TV show with like 10-minute episodes. T Wait, are you, oh, you're talking about that one that has Michael J. White in it. Yeah, Michael yeah. J. White. Jai, Jay, sorry, sorry, Mr. Michael yeah. Jai White. Um, yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. They the show, live action thing. Yeah, they show the okay, origins I, I, of those. Guys. I only saw the first like episode. I think. I think I tried to watch it and then I just got bored. Eh, worth it. I'd say. Yeah, I'd say I might give, give it, it another time. look. Yeah, but um, anyway, this was great. Johnny Cage was funny enough. He, he he's funny. Carries the movie. Liu Kang is really funny um, in this movie. They. You know, they have just good personalities, and it's like real kung fu or whatever kind of karate that they're fighting. Um, I, I, I thoroughly, I love the original Mortal Kombat. Um, the piece that, and I'm sorry to interrupt you there. No, go ahead. The piece that I love about this movie the most, that's the most enduring for me, is the soundtrack. Do yeah. you remember? Of course. Boom. Boom.ボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボンボ
because uh, that's what was great about it. it was whenever you like had beat somebody but they hadn't fallen down yet the announcer would say something like finish him and then you could that gave you a chance to do like a final move and get a bunch more points and do like a super duper kick and then that would make the guy's head explode or whatever you could do something cool yeah. or you could just do a regular if you didn't know how to do that kind of stuff you just do a regular punch and it just falls down yeah, step on his toe and they'll yeah. fall down and you'll die exactly whatever he'll die uh, but all those lines, all those like iconic video game lines, they just in- incorporated them into the movie, and it gets a, it's a little cheesy when it happens, but it's still, it's just fun. And then the fact that they kept it so true to like, to the spirit of the game is I think why the movie triumphs more so than than these other ones we've talked about so far. That's that's a. That's an interesting observation, and it kind of, kind of makes me feel, uh, or kind of makes me understand something that I feel about these, because the movies that they made back then, before everything was a two hundred million dollar superhero movie, mm-hmm. they they had to get a little creative, and they had to also make sure that they were going to make their money back and and things like that. So. They had to do a certain amount of that kind of fan service you were talking about and integrate it in a way that was, okay, this may be cheesy, but whatever. And that became part of the fabric of that kind of thing. Uh, I think about the Blade, well, not maybe not the Blade movie. Um, there was another movie I was thinking about that, they, pardon me, long story short is this is before there was a precedent set of like just throw a bunch of movie, throw a bunch of money at a movie, uh-huh. it's going to be successful or it's not. And we'll make it up on the back end. Interesting. Well, you're also kind of saying that this movie is responsible for all these, uh, you know, or movies like this kind of, in a way, are kind of responsible for, like, how these Marvel movies are nowadays with, uh, again, quips and then, like, references. They just do quick little... They do little references to comic books. If If you're a person that loves comic books you'll recognize some little tiny background feature or you'll recognize a line, but they just put it in there and like change change the meaning or change the context. Or it's just literally what we would call an, an Easter egg. What they and, and movies and T V and cinema and stuff like that. They call those they call those Easter eggs. Yeah. Because um, you have to go looking for them. Yeah, it's just a little thing you might look for. Uh so these are Guess I guess you could call these like these references Easter like, eggs, like a proto Easter egg kind of, or at least for like these kind of movies Perhaps. that are based on. Yeah, I, I can't think of what was going on before Mortal Kombat. That if that kind of thing was around, but I mean, taking a big video game franchise and and an arcade franchise specifically and putting it on the big screen, um, you know. I don't know how successful Mortal Kombat was. I know the second one was really bad, but I think the—I mean—the first one was good enough to warrant a second one. And Paul W. S. Anderson didn't make the second one. He famously passed on the second one. I think. Why? Um, now I. This is one of those things that I definitely don't know the real story behind. Okay. But I think he was working on another project, and I think that project became resident <coughs> evil okay i'm not sure if that's if that's completely true but i know that he passed on it famously uh i'm not sure if he had a bad experience on it or something like that because it seems like that launched his career yeah certainly yeah so it certainly did i mean 
that the, the two aren't mutually exclusive, but I do know that he was wanted back and he yeah. did not accept. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe he lost enough of his like cast because I know they recast. They recast a lot of characters for the second one. Sonya Blade, they recast. They recast Sonya. Okay, so they, they and lost. Johnny as well. Yeah, they lost Sonya and Johnny. I guess Luke Kang came back. They did not get Christopher Lambert back. Yeah, they had a different Raiden. That's correct. And uh, they actually—I don't know if it was the budget or if it was just like an overreaching thing on the budget allotted, but the overall quality of that movie was just simply not. It didn't it looks, look as good. It looks a lot worse. And and there's some really heinous CGI. In, That's in the first one, uh, reptile. Oh my! God, the li- I forgot the about reptile. Reptile, the lizard running around, when he's in lizard form before he becomes a human. When he's in lizard form, it looks like, I mean, it looks like Toontown. It looks like, you know, yeah. It would look better if it was a if it was a Roger Rabbit. If it was like a, if it was Toontown, it would he would look better. Then, then, then the the early C, the 1995 CGI looks yakety sacks anytime he's on t- yeah. on screen. Just yeah, they should just do a they should just do a cartoon guy running across. I'm sure somebody online has reanimated this stuff, like the corridor guys on YouTube, or like some of these guys who just play with After Effects and stuff for fun. Yeah, I'm sure that they reanimated this stuff, probably in in some way. Yeah, um, yeah. But but anyway, yeah. Uh, the CGI and the the overall look of Annihilation is shit. Okay, I yeah. believe you. Yeah, or Armageddon, not Annihilation. Sorry. Is no, it, it's Annihilation is as it, well. Okay, Armageddon's one of the video games for PS2. Then okay, Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Okay, yeah. So Doom 2019 is called Annihilation, and then Mortal Kombat 1998 is called Annihilation as well. Okay. All right, yeah. Those they, are both annihilations. They need to find some... We need to make up more long, words. Yeah. yeah other long A words. We're, yeah, Armageddon and Annihilation. We're getting a... Mortal Kombat, asshole nation. We're putting a lot... Yeah, we're putting a lot of miles on those two words, folks. <laughs> uh, stop trying... You know, stop trying to make everything an Armageddon or Annihilation. Yeah, stop geez. trying to be so cool with it. You're looking desperate. It's not the end of the world. Just chill. Actually, one of the... Babies. Well, both of the... They're both the end of the world. Wait a second. Um, okay. Let's how twenty twenty one the new Mortal Kombat comes out. Yes. Now, completely invented the main character, Cole Taylor or something like Cole that. Cole Young. Cole Young. That's it. Um, played by for some reason uh, a vaguely Asianish Asian or whitish man. Um, first problem I have with this particular movie. The dragon-shaped birthmark. You didn't like that part of it. I didn't. Like, how are you going to not notice that your fucking birthmark looks like a dragon your entire life and then be like, oh, oh, oh. That, but don't get me wrong. Let me say this first. I do like this movie. This is a modern good-bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it also came out during lockdown and stuff like that. You know, we were all just consuming a lot of media but i i like this movie fine enough uh especially since it updates mortal Kombat. um but that birthmark thing i was just like interesting yeah you, i liked that part you liked the birthmark. i thought it was a clever i thought it was a unique facet of it i don't think it was 
I don't know how necessary it was, uh, but I thought it was, I thought it was really unique. Okay. All so right. that's fair. And I and I also I like to having a little bit of a more mystical thing to it. The only people that can compete are people that have been you know selected selected by by birth. Yeah, or or by chance or by taking one, you know. It's not just a. It's not just whoever whoever's on this boat. Because don't forget, you know, if if Jax had made it run run with Sonia to get on the boat, then he would have been there too. You know, uh, it's just a. It, you know, it's just tricking Johnny Cage into going. All this kind of stuff. Uh, they're just people on the boat. the The birthmark thing makes it, or the 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 dragon marking, which they knew it looked like a dragon. That wasn't that wasn't because th- when one of them goes, "What's that dragon scar on your chest?" He's like, "Oh, I've had it since I was born, or whatever." Um, but anyway, I I, I kind of like that. It added a little bit of mysticism to it. It was a new thing. It didn't. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty neat. Uh, one highlight from the beginning of the movie: uh-huh. the introduction of Scorpion and. The man, or the man who would become that opening scene is great between yes. Bihan and uh, whatever Scorpion's rule. So between Sub Zero and whatever Scorpion's rule name, yeah, is. Uh, it's interesting. Proto Scorpion, Scorp- Proto Sub Zero. Yeah, it was f- interesting. I the the only thing I didn't like about it is that it never told us. It didn't give us any reason why they were they did that. Yeah, no reason for the conflict that they came into. Exactly, because even right off the bat, um, Sub Zero, Bihan is Japanese, and Scorpion is Chinese. So when they have their little face off after he Scorpion's running through the woods, he find he, his wife and son are dead. Yep, and covered in ice. He's running after a dude, and he finds Bihan with an ice ball in his hand. He's like, it's clearly you froze my family and killed him i'm about to fucking kill you right now and they have the t- they go back and forth and then one of them said you know but they're one speaking japanese the other one speaking chinese and then uh so scorpion or sub-zero says all this he says a, this whole little gangster monologue of like he's like you thought you could retire from your life of combat but i'll never let that happen i'm gonna kill you and then scorpion goes i don't understand your language but I do know that I'm about to fuck you up. I do know I'm about to kill you. Um, and so they don't even, they don't know each other. I don't know why they're not from the same country. I don't know why one of them was sent. I mean, he already has ice powers. Scorpion doesn't have his hell powers yet. Yeah. He doesn't have his fire powers or his, uh, whatever kind of shit yet. So I don't even I they didn't do a good job of explaining why this is happening. There are some other things they didn't do a good job of on this movie. Well, that's true. And let's talk about um uh basic I guess we'll talk about a couple th- uh they introduced the new concept of the arcana. The arcana Right, your arc, your arcane powers, your secret deep held power. You have a special move. You have to, yeah, you have to uncover it, uh, and training and times of trial will will if you stress enough, you'll unleash it. 
That's how we get it out of you. Um, and that's how that's how they explain everybody having these like superpowers. I do want to say real quick, putting a pin in that. I like how they. I I like how they integrate a lot more of these like finishing moves in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's like how you were talking about, talking about like, yeah the fatality or fatality the, yeah. all that yeah I like how they do that. It does feel cheesy at times, but like the one that gets me is the one with the hat where it throws it and cuts. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, that's the thing is the good guys are all from Earth, so they have to discover their secret power somehow. Everybody else through trial and tribulation. Everybody else is a. Almost everybody else is like a zombie monster from another... Yeah. From what would be Outworld. They're from, yeah, it's still Outworld. Yeah. They're from Outworld. They're from another planet. And so they just have these zombie powers. Or they they just have... Not zombie powers. I've said zombie a million times in this symposium. So I'm, it is a symposium, I'm used to way. it. It's a symposium, folks. They have these like, you know, whatever they happen to be. That one chick, Marina, who's like a vulture... The one that flies and has a big mouth with the sharp teeth. And the little purple thing over Yeah, it. the purple one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's a half vulture, half hot chick. Uh, and she dies in a spectacular fashion. With He does the buzzsaw. That's a pretty sick. That's exactly yeah, it. The, yes. The, yeah. Um, Kung, Kung Lao. Kung Lao. Kung Lao. I want to say Kung Pao, but I knew that wasn't it. Kung Lao does, the, does a buzzsaw. He has a sharp hat. The thing I didn't like about the Arcana concept of like how you discover your secret power is that they it's dumb (laughs) in the fact that it it tries to make it tries to make shit why is his secret why is kung lao's secret power that he that his hat is sharp that's not a power that's a that's a thing. He has the power to sharpen any hat he wants. That's it. <laughs> He's he has he goes to some he goes to some uh hat store and buys like one of those little Jason Mraz hats. Yeah. And you he got the poison, I got the remedy. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. So it, whereas his cousin, uh Liu Kang, mm-hmm. who we see again, he can do fireballs. That's pretty sick. That makes sense. That's I a would, good. That's a good power. I would get upset if I was the one that got stuck with hat sharpening, and then my cousin showed up and was like, "Oh, I got my arcane." I can too. just make fireballs. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. Kano gets a really good one, even uh, even though he turns evil. Yeah, Kano can shoot a laser beam out of his eyeball. Yeah, he gets he gets uh, and and Kano is brutally funny this entire movie. Mortal Kombat twenty twenty one. Kano is MVP because he's so funny the whole time. He's great. He made me laugh. I just watched it last week or recently. I rewatched it. He made me laugh a dozen times. We are finding that humor is a big, important thing for you in your Mortal Kombat movies. In almost any movie, yeah, but but for sure. Uh, yeah, it's very important in these movies. That's another thing that Doom and Resident Evil are totally bereft of. They take it too seriously. There's not a single person trying to be funny. We're not even trying to be funny. There's no charm. In any of those movies. Easy money, there's no charm. That's exactly correct. There's yeah. no charm. Yeah. Kano Kano being an aggressive bully and being mean is so funny. Uh, when he finally gets his superpower, he goes, Oh, it's better than fireballs, you pussy. He's just <laughs> he's just disrespecting he's the only guy that realizes this is this entire 
conceit of a story is ridiculous. It's insane, and he's he's going to be there and point it out. He's so much fun. Uh, he's such a funny, fun character. I I was, uh, I'm bummed he's not going to be in the sequel. <laughs> Jax. Let's talk about Jax for a second. Jax has the worst. Jax is even worse than the hat. I hate the fact that they gave him those little chicken leg arms at first. Yeah. Like, but, so he gets his arms frozen off. Uh-huh. And then they're like, oh, well, we can equip you with new arms. They give him these awful prosthetic <laughs> arms. They look like twist ties yeah. on frisbees made out of metal connected to his shoulders. And in this temple, in this like martial arts temple, <laughs> not even this like... This is ridiculous. Not even... It didn't... It would have made... And how did they even have the ability to create these metal arms in this in this dirt floor temple this is not a sanitary hospital environment it would have made more he's a navy seal or whatever he's a seal yeah, team he's like yeah some something sort. he's a special he's a green beret special forces guy he, he, he kills a lot of people and he does it good it would have made more sense if after his arms get frozen off he's found by the military they take him to a military hospital. They give him some shitty prosthetics. We give him. To they the- give him. They give him. You know, state of the art military prosthetics, but they're still not that great. Yeah. But either way, his his superpower, his hidden power, is the ability to turn shitty metal arms into good metal arms. And if he had never lost his arms, he never would have discovered it. Yeah. He never would have. What, exactly. What would have happened? Like, what would his power have been? It didn't even make sense. He should have just... Like, they should. The military thing makes a lot more sense. Or he should have just had no arms. And he's like, I'm going to become a guy that only kicks. I'm going to become a kick-only type of fighter. Yeah. And then during the middle of something, his, his arms grow. Yeah. His metal arms. He just grows metal arms. And they don't even have to be metal. They just have to like appear to be metal yeah they have to be metal but that's the thing that's that's still fine if he grows but that's what that's another problem with these with this movie in particular is um but it goes back to the arcana thing you're talking yeah the arcana thing but it goes back to it goes back to what we were talking about uh with doom as far as why are we doing zombies instead of demons why is why is zombie more believable than demon they're both not real so why did you why did you pick zombie to try to be more realistic they tried to do they wanted everything to be more mystical in this new Mortal Kombat they didn't want because in the video games like this once they started later video games started giving more backstory to these characters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sonya Blade she can shoot like lasers out of her arms and uh, that's her special power and then Jax's special power is these robot arms it's uh, and and Kano's special power. It's an implant. Yeah, he's a he has a laser beam implant. Um, those are all. Uh, this movie is supposed to take place in a technologically more advanced world. They just have this technology, so some of the fighters have like natural gifts they're born with. Liu Kang does the fireball thing. Some of the fighters augmented themselves with. Uh, technology. That was the deal with the robots I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. in the other show. Yeah, um, exactly. But, but they, in order to, they wanted to homogenize it so it, they they all get their powers just from like discovering it. 
but I don't know why that's a better storytelling device that, than just leaving it as it was. Why is that better than let them have a let them have a Q branch? Let them have a a, a you know the the James you know Q from James Bond. Mm-hmm. Let him have one of those guys. He's like, I built you some metal arms, doggy. Check it out. Or I let me let me put this shit in your eyeball to give my, you laser beams. My theory is that it. It's easy. Well, obviously, it's easier storytelling, but for the reason of you don't have to do that legwork and make a three-hour movie, you know, showing this is how Jax did it, this is how Sonya did it, this is how this. You say the Arcana, and then that sets it up for everybody. Well, and right? it becomes yeah. it, they're trying to do a thing where everybody has to overcome something. That's also another in, in part order of the in order to in order to unlock it. Then they want everybody to have that same kind of journey, which I don't think is necessary. Let some of them. Let this dude buy, let this dude buy metal arms. Yeah, yeah. From a from a an He's, arms dealer. That's trash. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I'm sorry, folks. That was a bad one. That was actually pretty good. Um, um, but yeah, you're right. It's equally as unbelievable. It's just you have to do a lot more work to tell those stories. In my opinion, anyway, uh, I think that that's part of what it was and exactly what you were saying. They give somebody something to overcome by default. You know, it's not yeah. like Jax had to face life without arms and then had to suck seven dicks for a nickel and then get metal arms that he bought and put on. Don't do that. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Uh, I, I now we'll, we'll get to Kind of the worst part is our our main character. Cole. Cole Young is the worst part, right? Yeah, well, okay, because so his Arcana, uh, probably one of the stupidest ones. It's, so, first of all, he's kind of a, no, I, I was going to say something incorrect. He's not a Mary Sue. He's not. Um, he's not overpowered because he loses. He's a constant loser. Uh, he, um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. It. He's he's not a very good character. He's a loser. He he's a down on his luck fighter, but he hap- he has this birthmark. But he's had it forever. He didn't earn. He didn't kill somebody to get his like everybody else in the movie. Um, brand new character, by the way, to the franchise. Brand, brand new. new. He's never been seen before in a Mortal Kombat video game or, or, movie. or movie. He's our fish out of water. He's he's the character we're supposed to relate to more so than uh, than anybody else. I think Sonya Blade could have been that character instead. Where she's still kind of a fish out of. She knows more than Cole Young, but only because she's been doing research on this i think we could have followed i think we could have started her story and i think she should have been our main character um much more that's an interesting take also once cole finally overcomes adversity and becomes and 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 uncovers his superpowers his his superpower is armor literal No, no 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 It's golden skin armor. It's not like he gets... Well, yeah, it's armor, but... The fact that he, like, grows his skin into armor is what annoys me about it. Well, 
I'll tell you, we've talked a little bit about uh, tropes and cliches throughout this symposium. Um, it is a symposium. It's a symposium, folks. I've mentioned that, I mentioned on a, probably on a previous episode, maybe part two or three, uh, I mentioned that uh, we had the we had the plot, or we had the trope of the, it's my last day, it's my last rodeo, We uh, I'm about to retire. We had the I'm about to retire guy. Right. Uh, there's another trope called plot armor. Plot armor is when a character, the only reason a character survives is because they need to for the story, but in any logical understanding of the story, there's no reason for them to survive. Uh, any other day, any other place, wouldn't have happened. Uh, 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 Indiana Jones hides underneath a refrigerator inside of a refrigerator he hides for in a, a nuclear explosion he it hides inside a refrigerator and he survives a nuclear explosion the reason he survives that nuclear explosion while hiding inside of a fucking frigid air from the 70s is because that is plot armor we need indiana jones to survive so no matter what he does no matter where he hides he's going to survive that's plot armor up even through him getting out because anybody who lived through like the nineties always heard about kids getting into refrigerators and not being able to get out mm -hmm. on their own. Oh yeah. How the fuck did he just like f will a force his way out of a latch handled 1970s steel refrigerator? Fruit, yeah. Yeah. Fuck all that. Our, I get what you're saying. Our, our main character has literal plot armor. Yes. His superpower is plot armor. He has armor that grows, and now he can't die in a fight. It grows out of his skin, and he's just he's just fine. It's gold. They give him these two different little swords that are both kind of cheesy and lame. Yeah. Um, it's so boring. Although, gold is an excellent conductor of electricity, so... If you just walk up to that motherfucker with a nine volt battery, and that's there it. we go. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, uh, Jacks, tiny arms, the chicken arms thing—my least favorite thing about this movie. Just had to say easy, it. easy. Yeah, you know what? If, I hate if, it. I understand. My my least favorite is Cole's armor, but that's a number two. I can't I can't argue with your. I can't argue with you. Um, I've got a few. I've got a few notes. Let's hear them. Um, so we talked about. Sub Zero, his original name Bihan, right? Uh, I when he's talk, um, uh, he's talking to Shang Tsung once again. Our main bad guy, Shang Tsung, uh, Shang Tsung calls him Bihan. He and he goes, "I am no longer Bihan. I'm Sub Zero." But I just wrote down, "I'm no longer Bihan, a, a samurai who speaks." I'm no longer Bihan, a man who speaks Chinese. I'm Sub-Zero, a monster who speaks English for some reason. I don't know why he... In in our in our opening credits, our opening scene, he only speaks Japanese. And now he lives in this monster world. His soul belongs to whatever. He's one of the... He's the evil Sub-Zero. He speaks English. That monster world is the United States of America. That's Ooh. why. Oh, harsh indictment. Political commentary. America first. What's up, guys? Um, Can't say that. Here's another one. You want to really trash america oh shit when at the very beginning when when jacks loses his arms when jacks and uh sub-zero are about to fight right sub-zero obviously cold as ice cold as ice <laughs> I, I wrote down the, i wrote i wrote down the quote um 
Jax, I'm not afraid of you. I've done six tours, motherfucker, and he gets into a karate stance. I've done oh. s- I've done six tours of motherfucker. And I'm like, I'm sorry, was the United States military using karate in Afghanistan? Because I think I figured out how we lost that war. <laughs> That's true. It would have been. I've done six tours, motherfucker. We and sent, then he digs a trash pit yeah. and burns a bunch of trash and gives himself mesothelioma. We sent we sent our special forces over to, I mean, six tours in Afghanistan. First of all, to, you know, we were in Afghanistan for 20 fucking years. That's so way too long. He did six tours in Afghanistan, all doing karate. Uh, so guess what, folks? That's where all your tax money went since 2002. To your local dojo. Yeah, it went. It went so our, it went so our Navy SEALs could do fucking kickboxing against Al Qaeda. <laughs> Don't worry, sir. We'll get him this time. We're sending in our Tai Chi division. Um. Yeah. Uh, again, this kind of goes back to what I was talking about. Just stop trying to make shit. Stop trying to make the movie more realistic. Yeah, just let it be let it be wild and crazy. Video games are wild and they're out there and they're super stylized and then they try to make the movies, they try to like ground them in reality. But then they it leads to these like weird jokes. Um when when uh Cole when Sony is first telling Cole about Mortal Kombat, he ha- they have to include this line uh or they think they have to include this line where he goes uh Look, they they spelled Mortal Kombat wrong. Like they spelled combat with a K. It's like you didn't have to do that. Just he could just live in the world where this is. That's what's that's just, what's fucking you up, dude. Just like Doom. Remember? Uh, don't you see? It was a, this place is hell? It always was. Yeah, exactly. Same th- they felt they had to include that line. I like that turn of phrase you just said. Yeah, they. But you don't. You don't have to do that. He's. Why are you correcting the spelling of an ancient? Uh, ancient martial arts tournament that you found out about you just found out about it two days ago or two minutes ago yesterday you were attacked by a guy with ice hands this shouldn't be i would never if i got attacked by a dude throwing icicles at me i would never talk about anything else for the rest of my life well i mean and even that it's like bitch look at Look at a newspaper from Philadelphia in 1750, and you're going to see a lot of things that they spelled quote-unquote wrong for you. Chill the fuck out that you were able yeah. to even discern what they were trying they to used say. The, yeah, they used, he's, she's reading like hieroglyphics, but the hier- <laughs> it's all, it's all again, once again, Sumerian or fucking, it's all ancient hieroglyphics. It's just a bunch of cookie stamps that they bought but, from Michaels. Yeah, so it's all a bunch of weird shapes, except for the words Mortal Kombat is just in american letters and then everything and then everything below and above it is fuck it you know it's just <laughs> oh look look at all of all the things that they got right yeah don't fuck even it. don't even worry about that um again kano's funny yeah okay i got my i got my zombie thing here uh kano's so funny there's one scene again oh yeah there's one scene where uh uh I already talked about him calling Liu Kang a pussy. Mm-hmm. It's like, I got laser eyes. That's way better than fireballs, you pussy. There's another scene where he's just like standing there and like Lou puts his hand on his shoulder and he goes, the fuck? <laughs> like he just, <laughs> and then he calls Raiden Gandalf, which makes me laugh as well. Kano's MVP of this movie is Kano. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Jax's internal power is slightly better robot arms. <laughs> that's his. That's in. That's what was in his soul. Right, exactly. In like, his in his heart of hearts. When he was out on his patio or deck as a kid and looked and wished upon a star, all he was thinking about was, I wish I the, had robot arms instead of these yeah. tiny black arms. In the depths of a person's like humanity, that's what it is. They say when somebody's about to die, that's when you see. That's when you see who they really are. That's what this whole concept of where we're awaking your arcane innermost humanity and that is slightly better robot arms is what you have that's what he wants man hey you know what i want that for the world like for especially for like the amputees of the world slightly better robot arms great Uh for somebody with tiny little chicken arms that's like gonna go fight in a internet uh dimensional yeah combat tournament i i might ask him for like a substitute you know, if that's my arcana, somebody to get Jax out of there. Yeah, oh, yeah. My arcana is 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 a sub. That's actually really funny. <laughs> my, my arcana is that I just don't have to do it. Yeah, exactly. My arcana is a temp. I yeah. I would if it was me. I'd be like, can my arcana be like? I just I don't want a match to start to like one p.m. Yeah. So just. My superpower is that you just never schedule me for an 8 a.m. And that's fight. A, that's a soft one. Never, ske- well. never schedule me for an 8 a.m. Yeah, it's a soft one. Never schedule me. Maybe even a three because I kind of want to digest my lunch. Give me a couple hours. Never be ske- a long session. My superpower is you just never schedule me for an 8 a.m. because I just can't. I you know I, I, It's too tough to wake up that early. Because <laughs> you got to wake up at 7 to warm up. You know, it's a whole thing. And then you got to load in, load out, load in, load out. I know. I got to tape my wrists. That's like 20 minutes. So squeeze one out. Let's maybe a 430 fight. Is that too late? <laughs> and then. Oh, and then the electrolytes. I got to let those absorb. Uh, Let's start at eight. Let's just start at eight. <laughs> Let's start at 8 p.m. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I got a friend. I did like, I will say, last thing we'll say about this movie, unless you have anything else. I'm good. Okay. Last thing I, I do, I still, I, as much as we're trashing it, I really like the new Mortal Kombat. And I, can, I hope they do a second one, and I can't wait for it. I I do think that that movie was Be- worthwhile. Of all the movies that they released for free that year yeah. on HBO Max. This was the best one. This was one of my favorites. Dune also came out, and I did like that movie. Oh, yeah. Dune was better. That's right. Yeah. But Dune the- came out in theaters, didn't it? It did come out in theaters as well. Okay. But um, wait, did it? I don't know. I watched it at home, so I don't know. But I watched it, it at home. Yeah. If it did come out in theaters, um, that probably would have been the way to see it. Dune was great. Dune was better than this, 100%. Yes. Uh, but, uh, but that's not to say that Mortal Kombat was a bad movie, and I agree with you. I do want to see a sequel. Yeah, I hope they do a sequel because they, they teased uh, uh, Johnny Cage at the very end. Yes. Uh, and that last fight between Scorpion and Sub-Zero was not bad, although they did have to, again, say the, get over here. Yeah, they did all that. Again, the Chinese scorpion, he's been in hell for a thousand years. So Eng- when did he learn English? English is the universal language, man. I don't know. That's true. You know what? There's a lot of there's a lot of colonized people that would say that English is the language of hell. And <laughs> and we we hear you on this podcast. What if you got to hell and you noticed that their national flag had a distinct British influence? 
like it had been <laughs> colonized and then liberated. At the one British, point. the <laughs> British ran hell. It's got like a Union Jack at the bottom left hand side, and then just, just fire and brimstone. Bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you go to hell, and Satan he, he spells color C O L O U R. You're like, what? He's like, that's just how I learned, man. I'm <laughs> don't 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 look don't question it. <laughs> hey, is it G R E Y or G R A Y? It's actually G R E Y, and don't don't ask me about it again. I hate this question. You're, you're like, why does hell have a tea break at three o'clock every day? It's like <laughs> they forced. <laughs> you know it. what it is? They forced it on him. <laughs> that it, because uh, they had English breakfast that morning, which is hell. Oh yeah, having to eat beans, <laughs> beans on toast <laughs> yeah. with tomatoes, and we're gonna fry the shit out of an egg and give you blood sausage with it. But don't worry. Ugh. I mean, blood sausage is good, but I've never had the English version of it. I have never had blood sausage. I'll tell you that right now. I've had I've had Morcia, which is a, a Colombian and probably other parts of South America. Um, I think it's very good, but huh. uh, See, I'm, no. I'm sure the British do a terrible version of it. This is an anti-England podcast. Yeah, folks. we are not Anglophiles here. All, Hashtag not an ad. We all we all know that. Okay, um, we live in Texas. I'm sure Sang Sung stole the queen's soul <laughs> that's why she died she's back now <laughs> look at her queen elizabeth is yeah queen elizabeth she's coming if if you see queen elizabeth anywhere it's shang sung um hundred percent all right one last thing i did like they did kind of a mini so this is all before the actual mortal Kombat tournament that's the other thing is that the tournament doesn't even happen in this movie the right. the the tournament that determines whether or not the victor gets to invade uh, the lo- the loser's realm. Oh yeah, yeah, because that that's the whole point is that uh, they want they have to win ten in a row. Yes, and they've won nine, and rather than just thinking they're going to win ten, they're trying to sabotage. They're trying to sabotage our fighters, folks. That's it. They want Earth Realm for various reasons. But we're going to see that tournament hopefully in may in movie two. Although i've crossed my fingers here yeah. yeah although you know there's a big big shape shake up over there at uh that's Warner true Disney, they probably so. won't even come out they probably won't even make a part yeah. two i hope they at least publish a script book or something like that you know i don't want to read it i don't want to read mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> but they did Q a little music. bit of a they, when they were when they finally got all together they're like all right send us Split everybody up. Send me and this bad guy over here. Send Jax and Reiko to a spooky bridge. Send Kano and Sonya to back to her trailer and make them fight. And so <laughs> we just got we got kind of a mini tournament. Everybody's fighting in these different very Mortal Kombat uh, reminiscent scenes. Except for uh, the Sonya fight. Sonya and Kano, they fight in her trailer, which is a great fight. Close quarters. Everything else is like, you know, you're on a bridge. You're over a, a bridge over a river of blood. You know, it's all that kind of shit. Video game shit. Who cares? But the the trailer park fight is a really, really good one at the end. Um, I felt a little bit of a Kill Bill, Kill Bill vibe. Yeah. From that Kill Bill Volume 2. Uh, you remember how they yes. fight in the trailer? Yes. Yeah. Uh, when she fights uh, uh, Daryl Hannah. Yes. Daryl Hannah. Yes. That is her name. Uh, the mermaid from... Splash with Tom Hanks way back in the day. Okay. Great movie. That's one I reserve the right to have have nostalgia for. Okay. Please watch it. It's on Disney Plus. I don't have Disney Plus. And also I gotta love I've, it. I've, I think I've seen parts of it. I, I know what Splash is. I've never I don't think I've ever seen a whole thing, but I don't like Tom Hanks in general. 
You know, that's a hot take. It is a hot take. Let's but go to the hot tank, hot take quadrilateral <laughs> over here. We're we're running out of quarters. We're folks. running out of corners, folks. Yeah. <laughs> this is the ladies and gentlemen. We're we're on the hot take couch here at here at uh, uh, Let's Get one, Trash Industries. We only have one couch, and this is it. Hot takes. Uh, speaking of speaking of things getting hot, we're gonna wrap it up. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, you can find me at Let's Get Trashed Pod on Instagram, or you can find me Get Trashed Pod on Twitter. Uh, just follow those two things, please. On any of these episodes, I guess I should have. I might. I might include some stuff. You know, I might cut this section and copy and paste it into the into the end of every episode. That's going to be great because everybody will have to look through the entire episode to know why the fuck it's the same between all three. I yeah. like that idea. That's tight. All right. So I'm doing that. You're seeing this at the end of the first hour. Guess what? You're seeing it at the end of the second, third, and fourth. Um, so follow at Let's Get Trash Pod on Instagram, at Get Trash Pod on Twitter. Uh, like and subscribe. Please leave a comment. Let me know. Here's the comments I want to hear from you. That you love me and that I'm handsome and that uh, and that I'm doing a good job. And then also I want to hear comments of what video game movies did we forget? What ideas do you have we didn't even talk about like my ideas for the legend of zelda what they should do if they ever make a zelda movie what they should do if i if they ever do a something if they what they should do if they ever do a something any other because there are various other upcoming video game adaptation movies coming up as well we didn't get a chance to touch on that yeah the only one we talked about was mario yeah yeah whatever let us know what you think let us it's wahoo (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let us know what you think folks um let me know what your favorite video game movie is or favorite video game um i'm never going to talk about my favorite video game tv series which is uh the witcher why well, i hate that tv series but i love the video game in the books are the best thing in the world whatever i now i'm this digressing guy. thanks everybody let's get trashed i appreciate it bye-bye bye y'all